It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Anthony Kasterman, and this is our weekly look at the Minnesota Twins with Rhett Bollinger. Rhett uh, had a uh, couple uh, big transactions in the last uh, few days. Kyle Gibson will return to the rotation on Thursday. And somewhat surprisingly, Phil Hughes goes to the bullpen. Hughes was 1-7 with a 5.74 ERA and 11 starts. And, and we know he's uh, had some issues with shoulder fatigue this season, but uh, how surprised were you that that was the direction they took with the rotation? Yeah, I was surprised. I mean, Hughes is a guy that's, you know, had a great year two years ago. Um, last year kind of had a tough year. Um, was also a little bit hurt last year with a back issue. This year got off to a tough start. Um, but, you know, kind of a veteran, a guy that's really in the first year of an extension uh, that he signed after his really good year two years ago. Um, so he still has a couple more years left on his deal. Um, so it's kind of tough to see a, a guy, like I said, that got extended, you know, got a, a new contract because of a good year two years ago to kind of see him struggle again last year and then this year, um, you know. So it's kind of interesting to see him be the guy that was going to get sent to the bullpen. Uh, Ricky Nolasco also um, had to pitch too well recently, but it's coming off a good start. Uh, on Sunday against the Mariners, he was pretty good and obviously showed some better velocity. Um, so that was kind of the, the saving grace for him. And then, uh, Pat Dean, who was kind of the guy that replaced, uh, was kind of a replacement in the rotation, um, ended up sticking in the rotation because he's put together two good starts there. Had a nice start against the Blue Jays. Um, had another nice one there against the Mariners. So he kind of deserved to stay up there in the rotation for now. So um, things can obviously change. You know, if Dean were to you know, kind of fall back and struggle, or if the last go return a couple of bad starts, certainly, you know, he used to go back in the rotation. Um, so you never know. Uh, but definitely for considering kind of his veteran status and in fact, you know, in spring training, he looked pretty good, looked healthy. He lost weight. I thought, okay, maybe this will be kind of a bounce-back year for Hughes. Um, clearly, it didn't happen, and they made it kind of a tough decision to put him into the bullpen. Uh, yeah, definitely always subject to change. And uh, Hughes was pitched in the bullpen in, uh, previously in his career with the Yankees. Uh, the other big move, uh, Red, uh, Danny Santana strained his hamstring on Memorial Day, and now Byron Buxton coming back up to the big league. Uh, Buxton had 336 with six homers and 14 RBIs, batting leadoff for uh, Rochester in AAA. And, of course, at 156 with 24 strikeouts and two walks in 17 games before he was demoted earlier this year. So what do you think? Are we going to see a better Buxton here this time around? I think so. I mean, he was much better at AAA. Uh, kind of started off slow, but the last couple of weeks there he's gotten really, really hot down there. Um, so I think that he's going to be up any time, you know, pretty much pretty soon anyway. Um, I had a feeling he was going to be up by early June if he kept it up. Um, and sure enough, you know, Santana goes down with the injury. So in some ways, um, it's going to be interesting to kind of see how he does because it was kind of almost like a blessing in disguise to kind of at least get a real chance now to see what Buxton can do. Um, Santana had been swinging the bat decently recently. Um, but truthfully, Buxton is just a better center fielder defensively. Um, you know, Santana did a nice job of kind of holding down the fort uh, while he was, you know, while Buxton was down at AAA. Um, but Buxton is still kind of their center fielder of the future. Um, had a, a great, you know, last couple of weeks down there at AAA. 
Um, you know, I'm curious to see how it will translate, you know, because he really has had so much trouble in the majors in the last two seasons, especially making contact. Um, but like you said, his strikeout rate was much better um, at AAA. So if he can kind of carry that up here, um, he doesn't have to hit 333 or anything like that. But um, if he can get his offense going to go along with that defense and base running, uh, he can really help this team. So uh, certainly not a guarantee that he's going to, you know, really figure it out up here, but uh, definitely a good sign that he got, you know, the bat going at AAA and certainly got his confidence up. Well, we knew, you know, going into the year, uh, big developmental year for Miguel Sano and, uh, and Byron Buxton. Uh, both got off to, uh, you know, difficult starts. So, no, obviously not to the extent of Buxton, but, you know, the home runs, he's been especially streaky. And we're in the midst of a good streak right now, Rhett. Four home runs in his, excuse me, four home runs in his last 18 at-bats uh, going into Tuesday. And that began with the game winner over the Royals last week. Do you think this is a sustainable power stretch uh, we're seeing from Mr. Sano right now? What do you make of uh, what's going on with him the last week or so? Yeah, I think so. He's definitely looking a lot better at the plate. Uh, he had kind of a little bit of a slump there before the home run binge. Uh, and you're right, he's definitely is streaky with the home runs. Kind of seems like they come in bunches. I asked Modder about that. He said that's not you know a worry that it comes in bunches in the sense that uh, a lot of power hitters kind of have that happen to them. They kind of get into a groove, start hitting the ball out of the park. Um, you know, it's just one of those things where he can't fall out of it in a sense. Like I said, he's had these kind of streaks before during the season where he's had a couple games in a row and hit homers, and all of a sudden, next thing you know, he won't hit a homer for two weeks. So, um, But I think right now he's made some mechanical adjustments. Um, he's worked a lot with Brunanski about that. They claim that he had a great round of uh, early BP uh, on Thursday. It kind of sparked that uh, big weekend he had against the Mariners um, with some mechanical adjustments and even just some, you know, laying off some pitches that were kind of hurting him in the past. Seems like pitchers like, pitchers like to go up and in on him and then kind of finish him uh, down and away. He started to lay off those pitches a little bit more. Um, so, yeah, and based on last year, I think he's more like the hitter he was last year than the one we've seen this year. I think it was just one of those things where, you know, your second year – Pitchers adjust to you, and I think he's kind of just, you know, readjusting to them. Um, so, yeah, I think he's going to be a big power hitter for them going forward. Um, and certainly a good sign that he, uh, you know, had a nice weekend there against the Bears. How about Joe Maurer's power this season? He's got six home runs already on pace for his second most home runs in a single season, his most 28 in that MVP year in 09. Um, you know, especially at this stage of his career, right? You just don't necessarily bank on this guy uh, supplying that much. Uh, from a home run standpoint, especially this early. What, what have you thought of that? Uh, definitely a surprise. I mean, like you said, this is a guy that really hasn't been a power hitter throughout his career except for that one year where he won the MVP. Um, and early on, I think he homered early in the season. Um, hadn't really homered too much after that. And then obviously, same with Sano, had a big weekend there uh, in Seattle. Um, but more than anything, too, his on-base percentage remains pretty high. He did kind of hit a slump, too, where I think he was batting as low as, like, you know, the high 260s after starting up the year so well. Um, but back into the flow of things now, his batting average is around 280. With an on-base percentage close to 400, around 390 or so. So that's kind of more important even than the power because, you know, I don't think he's going to be known for his power this year, even though he's had a nice weekend of power. He's going to be more about, you know, doubles and drawing walks and that kind of stuff. But the power is certainly a nice surprise. Um, but it's hard to say if he's really going to keep it up just based on his track record. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he definitely looks like the old Joe. He's been their best hitter this year. Um Probably, you know, one of their more uh, likely all-stars, whether or not it's him or, you know, guys like Eduardo Nunez has had a nice year and Fernando Abad, but you never know. Um, but, yeah, Maurer's starting to kind of, you know, bounce back a little bit after a little bit of a slump there the last month or so. Well, what's the latest on Glenn Perkins? I know he suffered a setback in his recovery from shoulder, shoulder issues at one point. Uh, it sounds like he's resumed throwing. Is there uh, any latest on his timetable returning that closer role? 
he's still a little bit away. He is throwing again, which is a good sign. Um, but he would have been back, you know, pretty soon by now if he didn't have the setback. Because he was kind of already set to throw a bullpen last week, and then was going to throw maybe two or three bullpens, and then head into you know a couple of rehab games. Um, and didn't really have to build himself up too much because obviously he's a closer. He doesn't need to be like, for example, like Gibson had to really throw, you know, a decent amount in terms of building back his shoulder strength because he has to get ready to throw 100 pitches. With Perkins, it's not as much of that, you know, kind of arm buildup. It would have been a lot less of a, a kind of a road to recovery once he got off the mound. Um, but the fact that he never got off the mound um, and shut it down last week was not a good sign. Um, so the fact that he's throwing is good, but until he throws off the mound successfully, it's hard to know exactly when he'll be back. Once that happens, which I believe should happen maybe later this week, um, then you can kind of map it out and see he'll be back in a few weeks. Uh, they did put him on the 60-day DL, so he can't return until I believe it's like June 10th or 11th. But truthfully, at this point, with the way the rehab is going, I don't think he's going to be back by then anywhere or anytime anyway. But I think he's going to be um, you know, right around that time, maybe a couple, you know, a week after that maybe, if he can kind of throw off the mound here in the next couple days. And then, you know, from there kind of build up, throw off the mound a few times, maybe a simulated game and then go into a couple of rehab games. It'll be back up there as a closer. All right, Rhett, do the Twins have any plans to turn any more two, four, five, six double plays uh, to end the game? Is that, uh, or is that just a, a one-trick pony kind of thing? I think it's a one-trick pony, but they'll take it. It was a pretty amazing play to, to end it there and to, to get steps in a much-needed save. Yeah, absolutely. I think you watch a lot of baseball, and that's another one of those. That was uh, – that was a, a one-timer for sure. Uh, I want to thank Rhett Bollinger for joining us. Thank you all for tuning in. This has been MLB.com Extras, Minnesota Twins Edition. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.